Chris, how'd that go for you? Okay. Moo and hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pink Tron. Let's uh, let's start off with uh, Chris Greenland. Where are you, and what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I am drinking. I've got some momentous fuel that I'm trying out for the first time, and I am just on the second turnaround, about to launch into the final finishing sprint here on lap two of Tempest Fugit, HSRL week. I don't know. I've lost count. Race one. All right. So if uh, <laughs> we all break into cheering, it's because there we go. He's sprinting. Almost. Here. I'm just trying, trying to signal to others that we're not going to let this person go. We got oh. eight, 800 meters to go. All right. 800 meters. What are we? Got a front pack of, I think 20, 20 in the front pack. We got Kev Walsh and his glorious Afro is in here. Uh, <laughs> always powerful Sean Leary from Team Vegan. Yeah. Kicks my butt every week. And yeah. there's the line. Here we go. Go. I don't remember. Close your eyes and give it guess. Is there, is there time on the last 500 meters or it's just position? At the uh, end? Just this position. You can still talk. You're not going hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I want your lungs on the floor. There he goes. Head down. Head down. the face. Head down. Down. <laughs> 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 the face. I think he muted himself. Out of way, Chris. And breathe. Well nice. Well done, Chris. Ken? And nice. nice. I'll be back uh, in a minute. All right. While we're, we're letting Chris recover and catch a breath and maybe find <laughs> something else to drink, let's go with Tatum Jewel. What are you drinking? All right. So I can't have too much. I'm going to work in a couple of hours. So I'm literally having a small taste. Uh, the, a couple of weeks ago, I let a couple of guests open a Jameson IPA edition uh whiskey which is crafted in beer barrels so i'm having it just a little taste on that one see what it's like and then i'll be moving to the heineken zeros very nice very nice el renique jewel what are you drinking i am drinking a jewel special long island iced tea that tatum concocted for me so don't don't ask we didn't have all the ingredients in the house some shortcuts were taken, <laughs> but it looks the part. That's and what it makes it special. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we've also got Lauren Camp. Lauren, what are you drinking? Maybe we don't have Lauren. So oh, similar to Tatum, oh, I have to go to work in an hour. Um, so I am drinking a Rowdy Mermaid Kombucha, non-alcoholic, that is Alpine Lavender. Nice. That sounds delicious. We've also got Craig Martin. Craig, what are you drinking? So I am drinking a Tandem Bike IPA. Um, my uh, my wife found the uh, brewery as she was uh, running an errand the other day. So I got some uh, some interesting brews from there. Oh, nice. Whoops. She All founded right. an entire brewery while she was running errands? No, found. I like found, it. not founded. 
<laughs> I like the way she runs errands. Yeah. <laughs> Just like finds breweries and makes a stop at the brewery. That's yeah. fantastic. Uh, lovely. Obviously. <laughs> Rounding out the pretty much the full gamut of our cast for the Big Tron, we've got Sean Fogerberg. Sean, what are you drinking? I've got a McKellar Flemish Primitive Ale with Raspberry. Sounds delicious. And I am drinking a... I am in Ontario, so I've got a Muskoka Brewery Hibernating Grizzly Grisette with Lemon Zest. I don't know what half those words mean, but anyway. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, so uh, we were just on with Chris Greenland, who is doing race one of HSRL. HSRL this week is two laps of Tempest Fugit. Chris, how'd that go for you? Okay. <laughs> Went okay. Importantly, <laughs> <laughs> that box is now checked. The week is complete. Uh, the interesting thing about this one is, and we've talked about it several times, is the long segment, right? Yeah. And how are you gonna how are you gonna race that? How are you gonna game plan that? And it varies. It's gonna gonna vary depending on your race. We never saw the A's. So that option to hang back. Oh, sorry for the spinning, guys. So the option to like hang back and catch on with the next group did not exist. So you were left to lag for a few seconds, which uh, I mean, Kev did that brilliantly. He had the legs to lose like three or four seconds and go, you know, six, seven, eight watts per kilogram to latch back onto the main group. And he did that twice. I was able to do that once and then just played it safe yeah. after that. So it's just going to vary on where you are, how you are, how your strength is relative to whatever category you're in and what the group behind you is doing, either same cat or different cat. Yeah. But it's super interesting. Were most people kind of hip to the fact that people might be dragging off the back? Or was it? The names that you see every week were, were aware of that. But there's always the, hey, how does this race work? Chat that goes on five kilometers in yeah. every race. So um, you're going to see a little bit of both. But there were yeah. absolutely a few people dropping back significantly. The, in the last um, time we were on that flats, I used the same tactic and fell back and had to hammer it to catch on. But there's always that fear that someone that knows is in the bunch and says to the group, let's go. <laughs> Now's our yep. chance to leave the guy behind. Yep. So uh, it was a bit scary, but if you can do it, you've got no panic for the rest of the segment. I think this is one that you want to be on Discord for if you're able. Absolutely, yeah. for those reasons. Um, either talk to everybody, catch wheels, game plan, counter game plan. That's going to be the way to go if you can do it. And how did the 500 meter sprint work? Just normal wait till the end and smash through to try and get fast? Drag a little bit? It seemed like people spun up a little bit earlier than usual. That halfway point, that rock on the left, as like the 250 marker, I always kind of earmark that as the, if you're not going by now and it's go time, but it seemed like people got up to speed a little bit earlier, but it was a big group, I think too. So people were, there's a little bit of washing machine effect and it just kept driving people more and more. 
But I tell you that second 500 meters coming after the long segment, after the turnaround, after the end of lap one, heading into lap two, that, that was not fun. Uh, that was my least favorite part of this race. It's going back to back, those two. Mm. Tough. But oh. I don't have to do it again. I'm done for the week. So nice. Fun. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, mess. And just to remind people, it is the first 500 meter sprint, uh, the first and second of those, not the final. Yeah. The last yep. one is only finishing points. Correct. Which yeah, is double points. So 102 points per place. So. So you do you do want it to stay in the front group and not totally maybe sandbag it off probably it, yeah. I I've been caught on that before <laughs> where you think oh I'm being clever with my speed on my segments and then I'm like oh crap I've given up ten places <laughs> yeah huh yeah this will be interesting I might try to race this but after like two other things of racing just to see. And then I'll just like quit if after the first, because I'm going to race it in mixed B and it's going to be very challenging. So, yeah, I think you're going to, you're going to be challenged in mixed B. I mean, it's, it's still good, but you're going to be challenged. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I don't course, really... Lauren... yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I just don't really see if I'm trying to push myself continuing to race too much in mixed C. Mm not really going to push me as much so yeah and mixed b on a flat course for a lightweight is <laughs> yeah uh -huh. she, that's going to be pushing you she got the introduction this past weekend in the tiny races yes Ooh. yeah and i'm not i'm not yet fully back up to my pre-covid strength either so it was um it was brutal those tiny races did look like they hurt I'm gonna keep doing them. it. I did them one weekend. They are um, they're fun, but they are hard, like hard <laughs> from the gun and hard on the climb and hard the finish. And that was like yeah. seven uh -huh. minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um oh. OTR is running something that's kind of a cross between that and um and climber's gambit in Snap Crackle Pop. But mm. um I didn't even I've know. I've heard that. about this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one other note we should say for those who are the completely uninitiated about HSRL and courses, Tempest Fugit is essentially the desert flat time trial course. So we're talking about this. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it is like you leave the desert pens, it is flat for, so I don't know, two, three kilometers, something like that. So you hit a 500 meter sprint line. There's a, the finish line is a rock. So it's a time through. So there's a little red line and it's your time from that red line to the rock. That's going to be your first point segment. You're going to go yeah. all the way through the desert around Saddle Springs. The only elevation you're going to hit at all is in this little oasis through something called the Wind Caverns. You're going to turn around, you're going to come back. And I don't know quite where that start line is to come back. Like, is it right at the town? It, yeah, it's it's just yeah. after the turnaround uh, roundabout. Yeah. 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 There, is a, there is a beacon. There is a marker. Yep. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a pretty obvious orange marker there. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to hit that marker and then it's 7K back to where that rock arch was that you went through the one direction. That's your time segment that you're going to go through. Then you're going to hit a turnaround point and you're going to go back across that red line. So when Chris is talking about like that turn, that back to back, when you say that, you go 7K through the rock and that's only about 1500 meters, I think, turning around to get back through the rock again, 
all the way back to Colty Saddle Springs. We're going to do the 7K segment back through um, that rock again and then turn around and then hit the finish line again through that same rock. So, and it's all flat. Like there's the yeah. total max grade is like 800 meters at 2%. <laughs> like yeah. that is it. So, so that's why we're It's yeah. a fun one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's different. It's, uh, yeah. I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, there's, <laughs> it's all about tactics it's all about when you when you sprint when you when you sag off the group when you yeah and when you draft when you try to pass the guy so no i, I to me it's a lot of fun uh, it's it's a challenge to match up against like definitely i can't do it unfortunately but um uh, in the uh, uh yeah in, in in b there are some real watts monsters who i cannot touch you know, on on pure watts but you know to to try and match up against those guys and draft them and you know it's uh, it's a lot of fun and a challenge Craig, you only need one arm to cycle i'm sure you can just you know, I can cycle you i can't sprint you even no <laughs> I, I i i can ride on the trainer i've been riding on the trainer i can't sprint i can't really race no i'm just joking uh, and this one, I think, has a pretty obvious bike choice, a mountain bike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, obviously. Yeah. So, yes, it it's is whatever, your, whatever your most aero bike is um, that is draft, that will draft. So I'm curious, can you can we like now enable TT in races? No, nope. that, oh, it's that's a WTRL Thursday time trial special. Well, so it's a team time trial mode only thing. So team okay. time trial is now a mode. Um, so the, there is a plan over the, and it's relatively longer term because they did hook into some infrastructure that WTRL has of their own for identifying teams and riders and so on and so forth. But uh, there is a longer term plan to open up team time trial to other organizers or the team time trial mode. I don't think okay. it will ever replace the Thursday WTRL TTT. I mean, that's been years. And yeah. but if in a series you wanted to, if you ran a team series like Dirt or Mad Monday and wanted to run a team time trial as part of that, I think that would be that is supposed to open up someday, but it's not going to be in the next couple of weeks. Likely not the next to couple have, of months. Something like, interesting to have in the pipeline. It's it is something interesting to have in the pipeline. Little, I mean, there's there's things I'm much more excited about in the pipeline and things that I want more that haven't actually been identified as in the pipeline yet. But no, it is something interesting for sure. Stop. All right, let's talk about what else is happening in herd racing this week. After HSRL, I think we get to Bullseye. Uh, well, we can talk. Well, so after HSRL, let's, oh, no, about, sorry. let's go. Let's go in order of uh, time here. Yeah, yeah. So we can talk about climber. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 Chris's favorite. Chris looks so if, excited. If you haven't read Chris's description of this week's course on Facebook, I recommend it. It's it's very Chris, and it, I found it fun. Why are because you telling me? It's, it's, it's Innsbruck KOM reverse. The f- most fun one, the one everybody loves, obviously, um, via Octorbon. <laughs> kind of like it. So I, I like this climb. I, I've got to say, I like this climb yeah. better than the other way. 
Oh um, my yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> it's I agree, you're crazy. More punch and recover. It's more it's punch obvious, and recover. It's, it's much obvious that it's the thing that Chris that, that Craig and I would like. Yes. Um I say I probably lean that way, but uh, yeah. I I wish I was in racing mode yet, and I would have actually liked a, a good 20-minute effort there. It's a nice well, I, I mean, I think this direction is more like a, an 18 or 19 minute effort for you, Tatum, but uh, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, it's so a great climb. You don't have to do the entire route. So no, that's like, cut. there is a, it's cut. Yeah. You do have to finish to the banner, but the banner isn't the entire Octobahn route because that would make everybody <laughs> cry. That was, that was too mean. <laughs> Is the banner back now? James, any or? ideas? Yeah, 15, 15k yeah, at the at the yep. bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So we don't have to do the climb twice. We know which one counts, and people might actually show up for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Easy. So then into herd of mountain goats, which is a lap and a half of. Bologna, or I think that's technically two laps, but it's two climbs finishing at the summit. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, nice. boy. I just remember, though, because it is mountain goats, it's like draft on. So, you know, stay yeah. with your group to the bottom of the hill. Race. Yep. Smash up the hill, try and regroup downhill, stay with the group to get back on the hill, then smash it again. I'd even yeah. say if you're a good, a really good climber, um, hold yourself back don't attack the first hill um ride with whoever wants to push the pace the first hill and then attack the second one because there's a lot of flat in the middle yes you could easily get caught very very true stick on um can we go back to bike choices for these last two events climbers gambit and for uh mountain goats climbiest so yeah, yeah, I think climbiest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think both of these are full climbing. Yeah. Yeah. What's the best for climbers? Gambit for with all that flat. You don't think a all rounder? There's not much flat. Well, don't don't forget that climbers gambit like is only time through the KOM. So like, there's no reason to take anything but the full Uh, climb. I mean, I'm not 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 climbers gambit. Mountain, mountain goats. goats. The mountain goats. One. Mountain goats. Um, so I think the sorry, only sorry. reason to <laughs> the only sorry. reason to use anything else would be if your plan is to attack at the top of the first KOM and the entire rest of the race, which is insane. And just do a time trial from yeah. there. That that's okay. insane. Don't do that. If you're if you're kind of like a super lightweight and you think you're going to be able to dust people on the climb without having a climber bike you might want the arrow to be like more efficient for the other three quarters of the race if you're you 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 could you definitely could i mean i I wouldn't go full arrow definitely but i Mm. you could definitely go well you i guess you could go full arrow if you were confident you could out climb everybody anyway yeah, there's but, no uh, point. If you are confident that you can mm-hmm. outclimb everybody, you're going to be able to stick in the path, no problem. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I would say you could go something more balanced Wrong. on wheel choice, but I think you still want the specialized Atheos. Um, really, you can't do much better than the Atheos and Millis on this. 
Especially when you can the, say that the later you are, the bigger difference it makes. Roval wheels also, if you don't have the millies, yeah. right? The yeah. Roval yep. would work. Yeah. You can I buy just, those. So there's there's so it, if if people were actually going to ride the flats hard, that would be one thing, but that's not how this race is likely to go. I wouldn't expect it. Um I mean if and this isn't a well enough attended event that no. I really expect it to happen. But right. with team yeah. tactics, I guess, if you had a group leading a, a key climber to try and break the group early, um, then you might see something like that. But that's that's all I can think of. Um, and yeah, we, we, they're, they're, this series isn't well enough attended to uh, that I expect to see anything like that, unfortunately. Keep that in mind if you're making up course recommendations there, WTRL slash Zwift event team. James. <laughs> yes. Um, which brings us to the Stampede, which is... Um, 5K on London Classic. 5K on London Classic. So that... It's basically just the lead-in. So it's... Um, yeah. You're going to start at like the London Pens. You're going to do the rolly downtown bits of London through the tunnel. And then you're going to do the Northumberland Street climb. And then I don't I don't know if you go through the Flamme Rouge or you just make the straight ahead turn through Piccadilly Circus. But anyway, the end is like basically under the Admiralty Arch, give or take. It's like even before you hit the little bit of downhill before the sprint. Okay. Yeah, that's that makes sense. So it's basically, yeah, I mean, fastest TT, save yourself a little gas for Northumberland and then empty the tank as soon as you hit the top. Yep. What uh, is it? Yeah. It's it'd be what about one and a half K from the top of that climb, something like that. Yeah. Ish. I think even a little less. Okay. Yep. I, I would say less. Just yeah. yeah. Yep. And especially in a TT. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and then on, uh, I, I guess I, I don't think there's anything else to talk about on stampede. Is there, it's, it's pretty simple. Yep. Um, you're going to smash yourself. Um, and then Bullseye, which is six laps of Volcano Circuit counterclockwise. So really, this one is no change from the old rules because there's only the single banner. Yeah. But no, uh, remind us, what is the finish on counterclockwise, Craig? I can never remember which direction is which finish. It's the double the kick. Uh, so like so, the, the ramp yeah. outside the volcano up yes yeah. yes up, yes then the yep. ramp and then the right hand turn yeah it's nasty yeah yeah, yep. yeah. It's nasty. so there's definitely for a bullseye race this is one that kind of relatively speaking an early attack can pay off like if you can ditch people yep. on that ramp or or hurt them you can win that that banner. i would say yeah volcano circuit both directions is that way um it, yeah. because yeah. those ramps are just steep enough that you can detach someone yeah. and once once you're gone unless you have a group that's really willing to put chase you're you're gone yeah i'd say that yeah. basically that's just a long sprint in the other direction because <laughs> it's yep. close to <laughs> <laughs> pretty much it's it's, it's a hard course one thinks yes it's nice it's quick it's short it's got the once one banner there but I've done it bullseye there some a couple of times on the volcano and they are they hurt. Yep. Yep. 
Okay. And then that leads into next weekend's HSRL, which is the penultimate, which is three laps of Hilly Route. Um, we've done this with four laps before. That was we've done it with a hundred laps. Done it with 10. Yeah. <laughs> Not a hundred laps. But we've done it with uh, yeah. nine, yeah, 10, nine, eight, seven, depending on your category. That was brutal. Um, three is a little on the long side still, but definitely still doable. It's that, that's that's right in the, the wheelhouse for HSRL. Yeah, so. it's it's it might even be a relatively short one for HSRL. I think it ends up being 27k. Somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Three. So, you no, know, I, I think that I think that's a really good one. But with the three climbs, um, yep. no, that's that's a, a really good route. And it is smash and recover. Smash and recover. Yeah. It's a fun one. It'll, it'll definitely be a fun one to do. Yeah. yeah. That's like a 14 minute or so lap, 14, 15 minute lap. Is that right? Um, I think I want to see it's faster. I, I think on. probably a little fat, probably a faster little faster. I think 14 is a good C. Okay. I think. Yeah. Perfect. 14 it is then. <laughs> <laughs> Tough. It's it's that it's the hilly KOM and then it's the long sprint, right? Where yeah. You go through the coming out of the Italian villa villa into the caves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So All right. 14 minutes is a, is my fastest, yeah. is my PR. So it's somewhere in that range for the fast seas. Yep. Ah, it's the sprint that I start sprinting, and when I'm gassed, I realize now the sprint starts. Yes, that's the one. Yes, okay. <laughs> it is, we've, wa- we've watched you that's on every the sprint. broadcast do that. Yes. It is one of the longer sprints. It's that 400 meter uh, sprint into the, the little punchy kicker right after. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's always super fun. 6% <laughs> up that thing. Yeah. And I, it's always a bummer when you just sprint it hard and then someone attacks at the band does a banner attack right there mm-hmm. uh, been yeah, there buddy there. been Hold there it, race the s's all that yeah. <laughs> yeah yep good all right well um we are into around the horn and craig has decided that today is around the horn of palooza <laughs> I had a lot yeah, of suggestions. Fourteen topics. That. Let's start with uh, let's start with changes to CAD enforcement because I know that was the first one we had. So, yeah. Zwift Insider had an article up based on a post from friend of the program James Bailey, uh, saying that there are changes being made to CAD enforcement. They're adjusting the um, categories up a tad, which should mean that those of you who are ending up in like CAD enforcement one category up from where you think yours with power category is should now be closer. Um, yeah. It uh, should reduce the number of people. And this is one. Uh, so on the, again, on the forums on Zwift.com, I, I chimed in on this one because somebody said, oh, it should be impossible for anybody. Like, no, no, I, I'm still a cat in force B and as with power C. But then I, I, I followed up with, there's no way I'm entering C. That would be stupid. Even with my bum arm. Even with your bum arm. It will definitely eliminate a lot of the, the complaining on, oh, yeah. I'm this on Zwift Power, but I'm this, that can only enter that. It's definitely going to take some of that out of the equation, yeah. which is going to help. 
What the about wife, the reverse complaining where I looked and I was like, oh, no, I'm back to a cat enforced women's bee. And I got a little sad, but. <laughs> but it's because they they adjusted the limits. Yeah. 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 And I know I'll get back to it. I'm not actually worried about it. No. But... Yeah. Yeah. I guess the other thing to note is that they've changed the number, the types of rides, I guess, that will go into the calculation. So if you're. If you end up with like a 70% or more increase to your critical power yes. CP, then it won't go into the calculation essentially. So that if you yeah. have some gimpy number, cause you, I don't know, entered your weight as like two kilograms by accident or your trainer's all out of whack, then it won't accidentally cat and force you up. Yeah. That's good. Which sounds like the, listen, James, we love you, but this does sound like the James, I'm tired of fixing people's category enforcement problems. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know what? That yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's Lord. totally yeah. legitimate. Well, and somebody did bring up that um, you know that seventy percent. If if anything that brings it up seventy percent is discarded and then isn't brought back in, and there's another one that brings it up seventy seventy percent, that that would just let somebody continually go way over category. So I think uh, they did, well, they did look at that or, you know, that was brought up and uh, yeah, it, it, James did say that was going to, he was going to take that to the, the guys that did the, the coding. So. Yeah. Cause that yeah, is I, a good one. That is valid. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, as long as I, just to, if you're repeatedly doing it, then yeah, it's probably not an error. It's probably, Yeah. Yeah, I guess what you'd like throw a race or a ride and just go cruiser and then. Well, it's more uh, it's more if somebody's coming back after not Zwifting for the summer, right? All of a sudden they're yeah. a D. They are actually an A. They ride an A class climb that brings it up by 70 percent It's discarded. Then they do that again. It's discarded. They do that again. It's discarded. So th th it's just that I, I don't think it. It, it probably didn't work that way in the first place. It probably did discard it just for that calculation if there was a single outlier. But yeah, it was it was checked on. Fair enough. Repeat offenders will be cool. Yeah. And I guess the other thing that I maybe had never appreciated with cat enforcement is this inclusion of this VO2 max number, which yep. like that was always in. That yeah. was always there, yep. Yeah. I also read that now when we were checking up on it and I was like, what? So how do they estimate your VO2 max? So it is just the... Deja vu. <laughs> Deja vu. For uh, everybody no. else, I didn't hear it. <laughs> so it's the five, basically a five, a five to eight minute power curve. Um, so they, they use that as a proxy to, uh, to, to estimate VO2 max. So Craig, and I feel like uh, you, you may know, I am guessing that the way that this is done is by... So, in general, the way that you estimate a critical power curve is you take all of your best efforts across time and you fit a curve that has a, a certain shape uh, to all of those best power efforts. Uh, I think the question is whether they are fitting two separate curves, one for the short power and one for your longer efforts or not. So and I, I go ahead. I think there's actually a a, a, for the map for the maximum aerobic power i think there's just a curve and that if you go above that limit you're 
you're bumped up. I, I, it's a, it's a check on people that never put in a long effort, I think basically. So uh, yeah, that's, this is actually really interesting because, and I think that we were going to talk about, um, how people have thought the category enforcement stuff has been going. I've actually run into a couple of people who have actually upgraded because one of their old good efforts disappeared. Yep. So you like, and that's one of the problems of what, what I think is a problem of category enforcement is one of your best efforts disappears and it upgrades you because of that. Uh, well, I, yeah, I, because I it's because it's fitting a curve. And if you have something that's really high on the low end, yeah. uh, then that pushes your critical like it, it it tilts the curve down so that your your estimate of your high of your long power ends up lower because you have a good short effort. And when that short effort disappears, it makes your curve look flatter on the, the extended end. Um, yeah. So th this is where um, people with really good sustained power and no sprint are always disadvantaged. Um, there's that's you keep winning a races. That's enough. For you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tatum, you're fine. Quiet. <laughs> With a very interesting iceberg. Yeah, I'm pretty sure right. that that uh, somebody uh, on I think it was a herd yeah it was a herd mentality writer who uh, had was actually Dennis Wade yep. um, who can do 3.1 forever. Uh, he had a one of the three the three k TT efforts. Uh, drop off after 60 days and that bumped him up he had he like he was like what did i do today this doesn't make any sense because i just did 2.8 for 20 minutes yep uh, so what's gonna happen though is next week when he does uh hsrl on hilly route and gets that two minute yep that two and a bit minute uh, power he's gonna be right back which is which is really it's it's it kind of brain breaking that doing a real like doing a new best short effort uh downgrades you i know yeah that is yeah. Okay. that is his new information to me uh. yeah i mean uh, i i get it i think sean gets it um but it's definitely counterintuitive for a lot of people it's it's just an artifact of the way that they have to do the curve fitting um yep Yeah. Jeez. Watch everyone um, go. I mean, they could, <laughs> they could ease out and use the short end of their curve fit to be longer, to be to start at somewhere around eight minutes if they also have a five to eight minute parameter. But that's a yeah. that's another story. It's also a weird artifact of like those curves and tests and calculations are premised on your doing your best. Yes. Each one of those points along the curve. And when you don't do a whole piece of that curve for so that you haven't essentially done your best at that time, that's why the curve is no longer accurate to your effort, right? Yep. Like that's that's uh, also part of the problem here. It's not that the curve is wrong, it's that it presumes that 
that like this two minute number is your best two minutes, but you haven't done your best two minutes in over 60 days. Now the right. curve is fitting the inaccurate yeah. data. But all he has to have done is a max effort, something under five minutes once every two months. And yeah. I mean, that's so, not an outrageous expectation, I don't think, other than the summer off season. Yeah. So, so this might be a stupid question, but it might also be someone that some listeners might be wondering, this curve that we're talking about, is there yeah. some way for people to see it? Yes, but you have to be, you have to do some work to do that. There's nothing. Yeah, I, that I'd say yes and, yes and no. Yes and yeah. no. Um, okay. So a, a tool that I like to use has a something that's pretty close. It's not going to be the exact number that Zwift uses because they will not share their exact calculation, um, which I agree with, uh, yep. by the way. But um, yep. if, so intervals.icu is an excellent website and it has, you, you can, you can calculate a bunch of different things and, and critical power. There's multiple ways to, to, uh, to calculate it. And you can choose the one that there, there is one that most closely maps to the one Zwift uses. And I'll, when I this is posted, I'll put it in the comments. Uh, okay. Is it the, the high North? Calculator so or... there, there is a high north calculator. Uh, so that's a that's another spot. Uh, so that is a another spreadsheet. Um, but there there is a one of the methods that you can choose on oh, intervals on at intervals. ICU is okay. is pretty close. Yeah, gotcha. Cool. About the golden cheetah. Uh, that's what I use. And they got curves at the golden cheetah. As long as you import enough data. I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, like for those who are not interested in this, who don't want to look at spreadsheets and all the stuff like Craig and Sean and I, if you go and look at your Zwift power power curve, that is 95% accurate representation of what you'd look at on your critical power curve. Like it's just yeah. that shape that they're looking at. There's just a essentially like a tangent line to one of the slopes and it's that fit that they're looking at. So yeah, so there's some people that you look at their Zwift power power curve and somewhere between 17 and 20 minutes, everything drops right off suddenly and then is very flat for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so this is supposed to bump some of those people up because they are deliberately avoiding doing 20 minutes, but not, you know, say 18 minute hard efforts. Oh, weird. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I've never watched anybody on a stream suddenly sit up and wait for group two, um, 18 minutes into a race. Streaming that is wild. That's I know. the part that it's like, oh, really? Oh, okay, cool. But technically there's no rule against it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a rule in a card game that I play with my kids. It says, if it feels like cheating, it is. <laughs> yeah. Duly noted. All right, let's. I think that's enough on category enforcement. Unless someone else, I mean, oh, we did want to talk about our experience with category enforcement. Does anyone want to like have any one thing they want to say about that part of it? It hasn't affected me too much. I got upgraded when I should have. Like I, I did a really, you know, bonkers for me effort, and that's that got me upgraded. Uh, and then, and then I haven't been able to touch those numbers again since. <laughs> So I guess, and I'd say, I mean, I haven't done a hard 20 minute effort since um, the Innsbruck climb in ZRL. 
so I have uh, been downgraded to C on Zwift Power, but category enforcement still has me as a B, and I should still be a B. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I think it worked. That to me, that is saying it works. Yeah, the, the only things that I've run into that have been weird are those those things that I've already talked about where it's just an artifact of the curve fitting. Yep. How about for ladies stuff for L and Lauren? Is it you guys finding category enforcement is feeling good for you guys? Any noticing any changes? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've been off the bike for um, a few weeks and only really started riding again this week and not racing much. So I think, I don't know if I've come across the new category no, enforcement. No. So, so we'll see. I think it's going to be good because I went back to B and I think um, I'm, I'm going to be allowed to race in B, you know, not be forced by the category yeah, and you race and you won't be upgraded on field during zrl so you might have to race b at all i'm racing mixed b oh yeah ZRL, so it's fine. why is craig martin shaking his head because i think you should race women's a anyway <laughs> i want to i want to i want to but i am currently b so i thought i'd just race mixed b and then when if i get upgraded then it's fine. It doesn't influence the ZRL. I think for you, women's A um, on many of the courses might be easier than mixed B. Certainly if you're in a <laughs> division three or higher in the... Uh, yeah, the punchy the, Bs, <laughs> the men punchy Bs. Yeah. Just, yeah, just the, the, five, the three to five minute power that the, those top Bs have is... It's insane. Yeah, Brent. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine's more um, like 30 seconds. I had the same thought, so I'm glad you guys mentioned it as well. I think we don't have we don't have an A. Lauren, you know, we don't have an A at the moment. There's a Z Sun collaboration for any ladies who want to raise I, ladies, eh? oh, uh, You guys God. could still push it. There's still lots of time to make that happen. I, I think you, you I think it could still happen because um, yeah, there's definitely at least there. one other woman that uh, is definitely an A uh, in the herd and another one that should be A, even if she did recently get the allowed back in B uh, on Zwift power. Um, so, yeah, I, know. I, I think you guys have not, a pretty good core of a team. Lauren's been working on it. But... <laughs> no one. Okay. <laughs> All right. No one can see me because I had to turn off my video because I'm outside, so my internet isn't great. So nobody's seeing the faces I'm making or any of that stuff. I've <laughs> tried. I'm done for round one. There will not, unless somebody else takes the lead on it, and it will require working with another club to make sure we have enough racers because I'm not racing six every week. I need a rest week. Um, it, it's, just, it's just not going to be possible for round one of ZRL. Um, to form a women's A team. I am setting my sights for that instead on round two of ZRL. And so if anybody listening to this is even willing to try racing in women's A, please let me know because I really, really want this to happen. Even if it has to be a squad with folks from another club, I've been talking to other clubs. I think it'd be great. Um, but right now, even though we still have some time we're not there in terms of people who are really committed to this right now. So if so. a couple of people can commit, there's time 
And I think it's going to happen in round one. People that got bumped up to A will get back there. Yep. And yep. Uh, so we'll be ready for round two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, for me to go back to the original question, and Sean can chime in here too, because sometimes I just race and don't look at my numbers as much because Sean takes that load off for me. Um, <laughs> and so I think that category enforcement has been fine. Um, I, under whatever they're using for mixed category, I always am in the tiny person rules. So I think for both, I'm still classified as a mixed C for both regular and category enforcement. Yeah, um, so I guess you bring that up. I will say, I think the tiny human rule needs work, but, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll leave that for now. Yes, it does. I, it's interesting to me, I guess, how how what I consider to be high it goes up because I am pretty legitimately a tiny person um but yeah uh we can leave that um for women's categories I would also say that it's been fine for me um when I'm putting in efforts I you know I'm gonna be kind of right now especially clawing in at that very low end of women's a when I'm even there Mm -hmm. but I still think that it's all been completely accurate. I have not really had any issues with it. I have to agree. I'm also happy with it. Cool. Yeah, I, I guess I'll say like from a BA borderline perspective, I think it's good because I think it's pushed those guys, racers, whatever, who might otherwise <laughs> cross into A on Zwift Power, but who game it a bit to stay in B up into A, which makes A not feel quite so brutal. I mean, I still get smashed by the real true strong A's, but there's at least some people to race against in the bottom end, whereas it used to be like there's kind of that threshold where like there's a dead zone between like bottom A and top yeah. A because the right. bottom A's all stayed in B by managing their efforts. And then yeah. there was a big gap there where you just got murdered with cat enforcement doesn't feel so bad. Well, yeah. and honestly, that that gap is there at the bottom of every category. Yeah. Um, yep. And I'll fully admit to hanging on to C for a while when I first got promoted to B, not because it was I just wanted to finish a series. Um, that was. That is, and, I think that is now that you've just said that the toughest part is getting a, a bump or a change in the middle of a series. Yeah. Or that's two races. The only to go. Thing that's a hard break. Well, and I mean, so in my defense on that one, the the previous series, I had been like finishing last in C on some races. I did my first ever block of structured training. And then, you know, a third of the way through that, all of a sudden started winning in C. Um, and then yeah, kind of got up. Probably I probably was legitimately a low B. Um, for the this the last third of that uh, ten week series, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's then I then I but then I went to B and had fun in B. Nice, good. All right, what else is? Let's go back to the Craig Martin topic list. Uh, so uh, the next one actually uh, it was a request from Paul Lancaster. So uh, that he. He's like, what did the pink Tron say about uh, T 
STT bikes in the team time trial. I said, oh, well, yeah. we actually didn't cover that. They look um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, on the vast majority of course, it, really on the vast majority of courses, it's the time trial bike is going to be faster. It's more aero. The vast majority of courses, aero rules. Um, you know, we use the Tron and the di- or the disc wheels on most of the TTT courses. Uh, the the only the wrinkle and uh, Eric Schlange from Zwift Insider posted a nice one uh, recently is the super tuck and he did do some more testing to confirm the time trial frames you do not super tuck yeah. so that is an issue or you know not necessarily an issue but it, it is a difference so you you will pretty much if you don't pedal almost hold your speed but watts will give you speed on the TT bike going down. Yeah. I, I wish I knew this going into that 3K stampede that Brent made me do with the uh, <laughs> yep. Pebble Clangs. I was like, okay, heck yeah, let's super talk. And then I saw your speed to, your, to the first decimal point. It was like just bleeding speed as I was trying to super talk. Yeah. So like back on the power, try to get back up to speed, coast again, and then coming off so yeah no so yeah. no no super tuck there so unfortunately no super tuck there yeah you figured it out I faster found, than me because you beat me i found out that the hard way yesterday in the ttt yeah when i did uh, that climb and i was just looking forward to the tuck i couldn't wait and then tatum's like no tuck no tuck oh, just God. go out <laughs> It would have been this close. Yeah. If he it wasn't here, yeah, if he wasn't here, yeah, I wouldn't have even noticed until it was too late. Yeah. So yeah. No, fair. Uh, so I, I think that that's so. I don't know that dumping the TT, the uh, time trial frames into team time trial really makes it a better experience. Some people like prefer it from an aesthetic. Uh, they yes, like to see people on time tra- in the time trial yeah. position. It doesn't make a difference to me, um, but that's the new way it's going to be. And so all the course records are going to are going to get smashed. Um, I don't know about you guys' experience, but what I've I haven't had the chance of actually riding in a team trial trial with a TT bike yet. I've had a two week hiatus from team trials, team time trials, racing everything. But what I've heard is that it's not a it's not an easy draft for some reason. Some people are saying, saying that all yeah. working a bit harder on the TT bike. Their draft is there, but it's not as I can say. They do feel they're working a bit harder. That is interesting. I would have thought, frankly, it would have been a little bit proportionately easier because you're going a little bit yeah, faster. faster. So the arrow matters. Like the draft is more proportionately. I DS a, a, a Dopio team from another team last night, and they were also saying they really struggled to find their place, find their balance in time in the in the pace line, try and keep things steady. They did say it was a difficult draft to maintain. That's interesting. I wonder yeah. if there is a difference in the draft profile or. You know how that's what it, I was wondering. It, so so far, I so I haven't done any testing. Um, Zwift Insider, who definitely is my major source, hasn't done any testing. So 
Yeah. No, I I don't know, but it's it's certainly possible. I could see that it would be a little tricky because you are moving at higher paces that once your dude moves, hey, you can't see your little guy move up and down like when you're on the road yeah. bikes, right? He's just down. So you don't know when you're in or out of the draft. And once you move out of the draft, everyone else is moving faster. You will slow down faster. That's what I think is, so. now that you mention it, that makes a lot of sense that it's not actually the draft factor itself, but more the speed of the moving bikes around you. And of course you can't steer or anything. So it's all, you know, your minute, your manipulating of that draft effect is entirely on like how hard you pedal and like where yeah. your guy kind of slots in. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. I um, do like the new start though. That you don't have to set the timer. Love That's the new yes. start. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It looks very funny when you fan view someone, I'll be <laughs> honest, because you don't see the belt when you fan view. Oh, and yeah. And you're on, you just see the oh. pins and you just see the riders move forward, move forward. You don't see the belt. So it is strange when you fan view someone. <laughs> Maybe it's like being in a parking garage in Richmond, eh, Chris? <laughs> just staring at a brick wall yeah <laughs> chris and i both so last week chris and i both did the uh classics bologna race and then joined the um stampede that was like the next one so we were just like pedaling around bologna and then joined richmond event from bologna and both of us got stuck in the stampede like just in a random spot in richmond like in the back of like a shop like, <laughs> like there's no one else around big gray wall it's like oh this is great so when we quit out and went back in it was fine but it was a weird little zwift glitch that and it, and it from, threw it at both of you yeah threw slightly you different there. locations but same yeah. give or take glitch yeah it was weird. interesting anyway and then I think the next thing is, Craig, you want to talk a little bit about what we're talking about for the next go around? I mean, we, we'll, let's save a full preview maybe once we settle it all down, but give us those kind of the... the yeah, so I think uh, concepts we're working on for this winter for herd racing. Um, so first, we're going to do something a little different to bridge between now and when we're going to start herd winter racing. Um, we're going to, we're looking at another herd club championships. So this, the series of doing every race all week, um, for, uh, so, but we want to wait and do that after the first ZRL season. Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> we caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, and, uh, so I want to use that as the bridge from the, uh, well, I, my working title is Herd Autumn Racing Development. Um, it, so hard. <laughs> so uh, the, but uh, no, yeah. the, I want to bridge. So the last race of that, and then be the first race of uh, the club championship. And then the last race be the first race of Herd Winter Racing. Oh. That sounds nice. Any prospects of Harry's and Sherry's? Um, so we haven't talked about it. Um, so yeah, we want to start herd winter racing, and so the the I guess yeah, we can we can broach that with uh, with Swift in general. They're not looking at. So we did talk about uh, another another event slot in relation to something else that I haven't mentioned yet. And basically no, no new event slots, but we might for something temporary, like the, 
Shiri's Hiri's, we might be able to get those back um, in between the two ZRL seasons. So that, that's a possibility we haven't really explored in detail yet. Um, so the other thing is a return of herd beginner racing to run alongside herd winter racing. And it's really going to be beginner racing. So to start with, it's D category only. Nice. And then uh, we'll, I'm, so custom category limits uh, with category enforcement is on the work plan with Zwift. So I have an idea to return herd beginner racing, something similar to what it originally started with, with multiple D categories um, when uh, it first started. So will herd winter racing be a, a pen E again? Yep. Pen E, no categories, uh, relatively short races. And uh, yeah, so that right now, fun. my working so schedule, to I'm going to start with exactly what we ran with for courses last year. I'm going to make some changes, but for now, like, I, I'm starting with the same course list. It's very, so very fun. So yeah. That's good. Cool. Cool. Nice. Anyone got anything to add to Craig's little rundown there? I think that's a pretty good summary of where we're looking at going in herd racing into the fall. But I think there's one more to thing to, to mention. It is because there's a little bit of duplication between them, and that's possible. Probably, I'm going to say probably um, collapsing uh, herd of mountain goats and climbers gambit into a single series, probably mixing the two formats. Because really, they probably pull from each other a bit, and they neither are very well attended. Fair, yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah. As It'll long as you keep more... Thomas Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> that format will be kept for half. It's going to be a mix somehow. But yeah, that'll yeah. that might actually mean that I ride the format of Mountain Goats ever. Yeah. 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 That's going to sound, that sounds good. Good. Well, I think that is everything for the Pink Tron for the week. So on that note, we'll start with Thank you, Chris Greenland, for coming and sharing with us the end of your HSRL today. Well done. Congratulations. Oh, did you get your, your, are your final results up yet, Chris? Oh, shoot. I don't know. That's a Craig Martin question. Uh, right. I don't think they out. are. I oh. think I had an issue, and I'm going to need to redo it. But okay. Well, good luck. We hope you had a good result. We know you finished 10th at the line. Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you to Tatum Jewel and Elrenic Jewel. Thank you, Lauren. Let's get you off to work. Everybody have a great day, evening, and enjoy all your races this weekend, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Had fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah.